2: Diving deep into the Red Sox, it's a Red Sox review. Here's Brian Barrett on WEEI.
1: All right, welcome in. We're taking you all the way up until midnight after another difficult loss for the Sox tonight. They now drop to 11-23 in the division. They are now 2-7 against the Tampa Bay Rays and 0-9-1. In the division. So if you want to react to this one, you certainly can. 617-779-7937. Before we get into some of the bigger, broader topics with this team, like the comments that Alex Scora made today on our afternoon show, which were absolutely illuminating to me, let's just get into the nitty-gritty of what happened tonight. We continue to see these losses for the Red Sox where they just make inexplicable plays in the field. They make mistakes on the bases. For the past two nights, you've had two games where you've made a mistake on the bases and you've had issues in the field. You go back to last night's game. Of course, we all know what happened there. You had a situation where Strom threw a ball away and then Franchi Cordero threw a ball away and then Verdugo gets backpicked when it feels like you're getting yourself back into the game. And then you look at tonight's game, very similar scenario. scenario rather. Now, you probably don't win this game either way based on... The fact that you weren't hitting, and I understand you're not going to get to McClanahan. That guy's nasty. I know you got to him out of the bullpen last year in the playoffs, but I get losing tonight's game. I certainly do. But part of the issue in tonight's game is those same mistakes that you were making last night, and we've seen them now start to happen more frequently now than they were earlier this season. That's the thing that's irritating to you. I mean, you go into essentially an opportunity in the top of the fourth inning where you're not going to get a lot off McClanahan. Now, Devers does hit the crap out of this guy, but in the top of the fourth, Wes Snyder's down on strikes, and then Raffy doubles, but then he's thrown out at third. Just a base-running mistake that you cannot make, especially in a game like this where you have an opportunity to at least get a couple of cross against McClanahan, and Raffy runs into and out. Now, look, maybe you never put yourself at a... Maybe you never score in that inning anyway, but at least give yourself a chance with J.D. Martinez at the plate. You just cannot make that type of mistake. And then you look at the top of the fifth inning. It feels like, okay, opportunity there. Bogart's infield single, uh, single, rather. Verdugo singles on a slider that was up in the zone. And by the way, just on a side note, Verdugo is hitting the crap out of the ball against lefties since the start of June. He has the best batting average against left-handed pitching from a left-handed hitter since the start of June. So just a slight positive there. But then Vasquez... Grounds into a double play. Yeah, the run scores, but it sort of kills the rally as well. So just the situational hitting that we have not seen as of late. Another example of that tonight. And then you go to the, in terms of when you give it up in the bottom of the seventh inning. And we'll get into Winkowski starting greater detail. But this crap with Deakman, I just can't do it anymore. I mean, if you look at Deakman, the guy walks the ballpark left and right. We just saw what he did on Monday night. He's a complete disaster. Anytime the guy's on the damn mound and we saw it again tonight and now if you look at it since the beginning of June this is what Diekman's been doing for this team he's faced 62 hitters since the beginning of June he's walked 13 of them 21 which is the worst in baseball in that particular time he actually in terms of relievers has the worst walk rate since the start of June it's at 21 percent now after walking two more guys tonight out of the six batters he faced but it wasn't just Diekman in the seventh inning now Of course, Diekman puts you in a bad situation because he ends up walking low after he strikes out Wall. But then Mejia flies out. But after that, Diaz singles, and I don't know what the hell is going on. Ref Snyder's like running the ball in, then he throws it in, and then he bounces it in, and then Bogarts, for some reason, just lets it go through, and another run comes in, makes it 4-1. And like I said, in this game tonight, you're probably not winning anyway. So the run in the long run doesn't matter. But the Red Sox right now are playing really sloppy baseball. And for the majority of the season, that was not the case. The Red Sox have improved dramatically from a defensive perspective. Now, they have liabilities defensively. Bobby Dalback, we saw it again tonight. I don't know what the hell he's doing on that little flare. You've seen it from Jaron Duran at times. He's absolutely atrocious in the outfield. So you have certain positions that are not playing well. And that's been going on throughout the season. I mean, the Duran situation ever since Kike went down. Now, unfortunately, we don't know what the hell is going to happen with Kike long-term because this does not seem to be good. does not seem to be good whatsoever. The fact that he needs to see a specialist for his hip after he started his rehab stint, if you will, that's bad. And who, who knows if you're ever going to see Kike Hernandez again this season based on everything going on with him from a health perspective. All right, 617 779 the number. Brian Barrett taking you up until midnight. Let's hear what the manager had to say after the game. McClanahan,
3: how tough did he make it?
0: Oh, he's good. He's one of the best pitchers in the Big League. So, you know, the difference now compared to last year, you know, his changeup, in plays, you know. And uh, he shows his fastball, he makes up his off speed pitches, and he kept us a balance uh, the whole night. How was happening on that
4: play with
0: Ref Snyder. uh... Yeah, he was indecisive where to throw it. Uh, You know, the guy took off, so you should throw the ball to second base. You know, and uh, and Bogey was actually lined up to third base. You know, after that guy took off and the ground ball is hit, you know, he's going to go first to third, so we got to lined up just go to second, throw the ball to second base, and then you know nothing is going to happen. You know, it was a very aggressive send uh, by by Rodney, uh, but. If we catch the ball, you know, and we turn around, we get him out, you know. And uh, those are the things that we're not doing well. We're not playing good baseball right now. Uh, It's uh, a lot of mistakes, you know, and it's costing those games. And, uh, you know, we need to start playing better baseball if we want to be the team that we we envision in in spring training. During the season, Alex, what can you do to correct that? We're working, you know. We're working and we're talking. We talk about the plays, you know. But... uh, there's a lot of moving parts, but you know what? They got a lot of moving parts, you know, and they have a lot of injuries and they keep playing, you know, they play 27 outs and they're playing good baseball and they're pitching and they're hustling, you know, and that's why they keep winning. You know, there's no surprise. It's not analytics or this and that, you know, it's like they play 27 outs. They play hard, you know, and, uh, you know, we when you see them on the other side, it's impressive what they're doing. You know, they got a lot of injuries, too. And they're playing very, very hard. What do you think when you, you guys were doing that yourself in June? And mm-hmm. you guys were doing that in June. Do you, what, you know, what do you think sort of changed with this team? I mean, I mean, we had a great weekend. You know, I'm not going to blast them. You know, but you got to keep playing. You know, like I said, nobody's going to feel sorry for your for your injuries or who's playing. Whatever, you got to show up every day. And you know, we've been very sloppy lately. You know, and we got to get better. Are
5: you implying that you guys aren't
0: playing hard? No, I'm not implying that. I'm saying they're playing hard. So uh, Rafi just trying to do a little too much. To yeah, that, that one, you know, the that's the thing when we talk, you know, like you gotta slow it down and he saw it pop and he took off, you know. We're upset because he made the out, but I'm more upset that he tried to go over there, you know, knowing that, you know, we 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 don't want him to do that, but that's that's who he is, you know, that's who he is and he's gonna play hard and he's gonna keep going, you know. The effort was there, obviously the decision was okay, whatever, but uh yeah. You know, may he have uh, he uh, threw the ball. You know, it was a good throw. I mean, are you concerned about some of the situational stuff? Like, like Rafi, you know, with J.D. at the plate, that's not a high percentage play. Yeah, those are the things that you got to talk, right? Yeah. You know, and we've been good overall. You know, we just, like, lately we've been making bad decisions. You know, yesterday we got picked off a third. The night before, Duran gets thrown out at second with the base hit, and, and Vasquez at the plate. Rafi gets thrown out at third today. So, those are the things that we got to get, get better. Good teams don't do that, you know. And for a while there, running, uh, <clears throat> running the bases was was great for us, you know. I, I think at one point we were 18 for 18, stealing bases, scoring from first, doing all, all that stuff. And lately, it hasn't been good. As a manager, I would think it, it, the the mental leverage must be more aggravating than physical leverage, right? I mean, you know, you're gonna go through stretches like that, but we got to stop them. You know, we're much better. So, uh, you know, we keep talking about it, and uh, we keep going after it.
1: All right, that was, that's what Alex Cora had to say on the Red Sox post game show presented by Nissan. And by the way, you deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store in NissanUSA.com today. You can tell there, Cora's just tired of this right now because you continue to see Mind-boggling mistakes from this Red Sox team, whether it be on the bases tonight with Devers, and we saw it last night with Duran, we've seen it with Verdugo, we've seen all these issues in the field, Bobby Dahlback, whether it be a situation like Russ Snyder tonight that Cora got into, said he should just throw the ball to second, I don't know what Russ Snyder's doing in that particular situation, but we continue to see this stuff, I mean, this is fascinating to me, this is just... Ugly, ugly baseball. There's no excuse for the crap that's been going on the past couple of nights. There is no excuse for Francie throwing the ball home last night. Just no excuse for stuff like that. No excuse for Strom just completely throwing the ball away. That crap cannot happen. So there are bigger issues with the team as it pertains to the personnel. The first base situation is a massive issue that we're going to get into in greater detail as the night goes on. But just in terms of the here and now, just in terms of what transpired the past couple of nights... It's a joke that they're doing stuff like this. Every night, it feels like over the past couple of weeks, there has been some sort of embarrassing moment. You go back to last week, Franchi Cordero can't catch a pop-up on Thursday night. And then you go to Friday night, Arroyo loses the ball. He cannot catch a pop-up. And then we've had what we've had the past couple of nights. This just continues to happen. And this crap's got to stop. This has nothing to do, and we'll get into Bloom, but this has nothing to do with High and Bloom. This crap right now has got to stop. It's not good enough. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's kick it off tonight with Ken.
6: He's in California. Hey, Ken. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, listen, you know, what the hell is it with this Diekman stuff? I mean, you just throw your arms up in in the air and say, oh, Cora thinks the ball game's over. He's going to bring in Diekman. What did he do with the first guy? Boom, he walks him. Just Awful. Yeah, oh, well, no, like, he really? got
1: he got the first guy. He walked the second guy. But I understand no, your point. I can't take yeah. him anymore. I can't take Deakman anymore. The guy absolutely sucks. He will not throw a strike, Kenny He refuses to do it. I mean, I give him credit for his consistency. He does not want to throw a strike. I mean, I've had enough of this guy.
6: I mean, they're playing like little leaguers.
1: Yeah, I mean, the stuff that happened cool. tonight, the stuff that happened last night, the stuff that happened in the first two games against the Yankees. That crap can't happen. They're running into outs. They're missing on routine plays. It just can't happen. Bottom line, no way around it.
6: I mean, and and the other thing is it's becoming more and more obvious to me that Bloom really fouled up when he traded for Jackie Bradley and let Renfro go. I know I've said that before, but it's constant. The guy can't hit a cow in the backside with a paddle if he was standing next to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ken. It's not like Renfro's having a great season, and he just came back from the injury list. He's not playing that well. I mean, he's been good in the field for them, but it's not like he's been hitting great either.
6: He's got thirteen home runs.
1: Yeah, he's got thirteen home runs. He's hitting two forty three. Well, and and Brad and Bradley's got one. Okay, but one Bradley Bradley run. doesn't play every day.
6: I uh, yeah. Well, when he plays, I mean, he doesn't hit. He's hitting two ten.
1: Yeah, I'm not telling you that Jackie's a better hitter than Renfro, but you're acting like Renfro is this big miss for the team. When everybody last year after the postseason was bitching about Renfro and saying he sucks because he was striking out every time during the playoffs. I mean, that guy's approval rating was way down. I don't remember anybody complaining about Renfro being gone in the off season. Uh,
6: I did. Uh, as soon as I saw that trade for Jackie Bradley, I that's not I the hit trade though, Ken. At said, least it, Ken, that's just
1: that's disingenuous though. Don't say that's the trade. The trade was really for Alex Benellis, the prospect. That's what the trade was for. Now, I, I agree with prospect. you. Yeah, that's what the What's trade was for. It wasn't for Jackie Bradley Jr. What I'm telling you is you're being disingenuous as you're portraying the
6: trade. So if you want to criticize Bloom, that's yeah, well, fine, that's but at least be fair. What is the prospect doing for us now? He's what, two, three, four years away? Well, what do you and want? meanwhile, you got a, you got a team that could be losing Bogarts. And endeavors because they won't pay him as much. What as does Bulgart's endeavors
1: have to do with Renfro and Alex Pinellas? I don't get this.
6: The idea of prospect, they need to win now. Now, unless it, right. Uh, so, what you, do you what do, do you think this team is a I lot
1: better with Renfro right now? I don't get your point.
6: I do. At least he can catch the ball in the outfield and hit a home run once in a while. Jackie Bradley can't do that. Okay, but,
1: but it can, again, it can. you keep being disingenuous nuts. about it. You keep coming back to Jackie Bradley Jr. They bought the prospect. That's what they wanted. I understand your point. My issue with it, Ken, is they didn't replace anybody in the outfield. So if you're, if that's your point that, hey, they should have replaced right. Renfro, I'm with you. But stop portraying it like he traded for Jackie. That wasn't
6: what they did. And, and who does he pay? He pays Barnes and Diekman.
1: Yeah, great. awful. I agree with Where's you on that. Barnes? Awful. I agree with you. That was awful. They I thought, Ken, down my down thought down was, hey, there I Ken, I I thought they were going to get another right fielder and Jackie was going to be the fourth guy. I don't know why they didn't replace Renfro when it comes to that. I'm completely with you on that. I just have a problem when people kept referencing the trade like it was for Jackie and Renfro. That's not what the trade is. They took on more money in well, Jackie. And the,
6: other thing, the other thing is you're very left-handed in the outfield. Very left-handed. Think about it. Think who's playing in the outfield.
1: Yeah, Ref Snyder's right-handed. Kike Hernandez is hurt. Is right-handed, so I, I don't. He's not playing. Yeah, they're Durant's hurt. What do you planning. want to do? What do you want to do? He's hurt. Kike's hurt. He's probably out for I know the season.
6: That, but even, wait a minute, though. But even Hein Bloom said after the trade, "Well, uh, you know, we might be a bit left-handed in the outfield. A bit, a bit left-handed."
1: Who's yeah. left? Okay, I, so Verdugo's I, left-handed and Jackie Bradley Jr.'s left-handed. Ref Snyder hits from the Durant. right side. Kike hits from the right side, and yeah, Durant hits from the left side. So what do you want? Three righties and yeah, two yeah. lefties. That's your argument. That's what you're complaining about. I mean, Ken, no. there's a lot of issues no, on but, this team. That's that's your issue.
6: I mean, come on, man. Where do you where do you play eighty one of your games? What what's the point, Fenway Ken? Park. So Fenway Park and Fenway Park. So you want, th- right so, you want three, so you want three, so you want three
1: righties over two lefties. That's what you're no, complaining about right now. No,
6: no, you could have, you could have Redugo. okay, but at least let's have some right-handed power out there. That's what that wall is for.
1: Yeah, Ken, I understand that, but I, I don't like these are the issues you have right now with the team. When no, they don't have, the a, first, they don't have house, a first, they don't have a first baseman, and their bullpen sucks. And you're talking about. Correct whether or not they have enough righties in the outfield. I mean, what are, what is your problem with, like, that's your issue with the team? I mean, come on.
6: That's part of it, and and the other part of it is they don't have a bullpen.
1: Yeah, Ken, I agree with they, you on that. I appreciate they, the call. Guys- Finally, you got to, I, I appreciate the call. Finally, you got to something important. Let's get to Kevin in Maine. What's up, Kevin?
2: Hey, uh. I applaud the management for not re-signing the uh, Devers and Bogarts for big money. This, this, what? this, this three, three games, three games right now have proved it. Why dump the money into this club? The, the first thing they ought to do is get rid of Dallback. Hold on,
1: Kevin. Here. Kevin, hold yep. on. You wouldn't re-sign Rafael Devers.
2: I, I don't know. I don't see the future in this team. This team's going to end up behind Baltimore in about. What do you mean? You weeks. don't
1: see the future in Rafael Devers? He's 25 and he's one of the best hitters in the sport. You don't see a future in that guy.
2: Not not to round round up the team to make it make it deep. This, this team's going to be behind Baltimore in four weeks, Brian. Okay, in so what weeks, does that have to do with Baltimore Rafael Devers in 20?
1: What does that have to do about Devers in 2023? 20, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. You don't want that guy you know, around? You get, you get around? You're going to round out this club. Get rid of Dahlbeck immediately. Whatever you got to do. Okay, get I'm with JJ. you. Dahlbeck J. blows. But I don't. You know? you, let's circle back yeah. to your main point here. You think it was smart that the organization didn't re-sign Devers. Think about that. You don't want well, one of the there, best there, players in at, the sport there. on your team? I mean, come on, Kevin. Come you on. Could, pick it up. You, 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 you can have him on your team right now, but... Look where this team's going. They're going down the drain behind Baltimore in four weeks. Okay, you your point is that they're not them. good right now. What does that have to do with Rafael Devers for the next five to seven years? I don't understand your point. My point is, it's going
2: to take more than Devers and Bogarts to make this team complete. And you got about you. You got a bullpen that's terrible, and you got you got no. You just said it. You got no first baseman. You, you i mean you got you get a right fielder that
1: can't hit i mean, okay so kevin what your you, you idea need need more, kevin hold on your you idea more than two, your idea you more than kevin all-stars. your idea is hey let's take the best player away from a team that you're saying it's not good enough so you want to get rid of the best player that's your that's your fix for this club going forward that's what you want to do get rid of devers that's your plan the
2: the the, the fix is to start with a few guys that just don't belong out there, night to night. Uh, I, I don't right, know Evan, why you're I losing me. I gotta back. let you go, so,
1: man. You're free, you're freaking losing me. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Start the call off talking about they were smart not to bring back Devers. Then you say the team's not good enough, so you don't want to sign the best player on the team. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Makes zero sense to me. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The number Brian Barrett taking you all the way up until midnight. So, if you want to win in this loss, you certainly can. We'll get to the comments that Alex Cora made earlier today, which I feel like were a plea to Hein Bloom to get him more help. We'll get to that next here on EEI.
7: The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now,
1: here's what's
2: trending on WEEI.
1: All right, trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Sox go down tonight to the Rays 4-1. to They've dropped the first three games of the series. Josh Winkowski takes a loss. He gave up three earned in six innings. He did give up a home run in this game to Walls. He was okay in this game. I'll get into it in greater detail. Just he does not miss enough bats. He gets a ton of ground balls, but he's got to start missing some bats. Meanwhile, offensively, not much for the Red Sox. Five hits in this game. Not a great night for the offense whatsoever. You can expect that though. McClanahan on the mound. He ends up with six strikeouts and six at a third. For Tampa, the final game of this four-game set is Thursday night at the Trop. 7-10 for his pitch across the Shaws and Star Market. WEI Red Sox Network Shaws and Star Market perfecting the art of fresh. Tune in to the Visit Massachusetts pregame show at 6-10. That's sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts summer adventure at visitma.com. In all likelihood, Cutter Crawford gets the ball tomorrow. Drew Rasmussen goes for Tampa. In the NHL, the Bruins picked up 25-year-old Pavel Zaka from the Devils in a deal for Eric Holla. Zaka had a career-high 36 points in 2021. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Brian Barrett with you, taking you up until midnight. 617-779-790-37, the number, another... Disaster for the Red Sox tonight. A couple of critical mistakes, obviously, in this game. Now, look, you probably never win this game because of McClanahan, but last night's the game that really stings because you had an opportunity to win that game. Chris Sale leaves, and you're up 2 to nothing, And then you have that crap go on where you have a situation where Franchi Cordero, for some inexplicable reason, throws it home to Vasquez. Vasquez isn't paying attention. Matt Strom throws it wildly to first base to begin with. And then, of course, first and third, down 3-2, to two, Verdugo gets backpicked. He gets picked off at third base. Now, tonight, dumb mistakes, too. Rafael Devers trying to advance to third with J.D. Martinez at the plate. Makes no sense to do that in that particular situation whatsoever. Just a mind-boggling decision by Rafi, especially considering the fact that Cora told him to take it easy because he's dealing with an injury right now. And then you have the rest Snyder play where he just doesn't throw the ball to second base and skips it into Bogarts. Bogarts lets it go through. So another critical mistake. And you're running into outs. I mean, this stuff just cannot continue to happen. But in terms of the grand scheme of, thing, grand scheme of things, rather, we can't get into the issues with this team. They need a first baseman. They need to add a reliever. Will Bloom actually do those things? 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Wally in Fall River. Hey, Wally. Hey Wally. All right, let's get to Sean and Worcester. What's up Sean?
7: Hey, what's up? What's hey, going on? Um what what is happening with Bogart and Martinez? They are not hitting for power.
1: It's a real concern, and, Sean. I'm with you on that. And if you look and, at Bogart's this is now and, a contra- this is now a trend for the past couple of years. Every year if you look at it, it's slugging percentage is going down. I mean, you look at it this season. Yeah. He's slugging just four forty nine. He was at four ninety three in 2021. The shortened 2021 season, five oh two and 2019, .555. Every year, his power yeah. numbers are going down.
7: Yeah, but uh, then we have to make a trade for a first baseman, and I would put Dahlbeck in there. I would put uh, Barnes in there for, for a trade for somebody.
1: Who's going to take Barnes, though, Sean? First of all, he's just coming back from an injury, and he stinks. Who the hell wants that guy?
7: Yeah, but you you could put Deakman in there, too. Sean, hold on. Effect. Why
1: would people want Deakman or Barnes? I don't understand your point. Who wants those guys? They're not good.
7: Well, everybody always looks for bullpen help, so. Uh, who the hell is Diekman you know, going to help?
1: He sucks. Diekman can't help anybody. Barnes can't help anybody. What are you talking about?
7: But maybe maybe somebody, you know maybe you can get some prospects back. You, know, you
1: think you can from, get a prospect uh, back for Diekman? From, All right, well, Sean, I can't do it. I appreciate not, the call, Sean. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You want to trade Barnes and you want to trade Diekman for prospects. Who the hell wants Diekman? Who the hell wants Barnes. nobody wants those guys how the hell are you going to get prospects for him? it makes no sense oh wally's back hey wally
3: yeah what's up brian i think we got cut up but uh you're a realist like me i mean this is a brutal stretch right now you're playing two good teams the yankees and tampa bay it seems like for a month but uh, you know it's tough you know we can't win a series within our own division what are we oh and nine now
1: yeah oh nine and uh, one
3: Right, you know Hein Bloom. He's a squeaker. He wants to find a diamond in a rough, and ain't going to happen. You get what you pay for. I mean, a lot of these guys have no trade value. But the only one is Durant. But uh, you can't tell. You got more teams creeping into the into the wild card spot, Brian. So you're going to have a lot of moves done by other GMs at the at, at the deadline. It's up to Hein Bloom. We know what we need. We need an outfielder. Uh, Preferably right handed. I mean, you look at the Yankees, their eighth and ninth hitters have 18 home runs. Duran's got one, JBJ's got one, and what we get at first base? Nine. So, you know, it's just a power shortage right now, but it's all in Ian Bloom's hands. You can't, you know, that's why Carlos, I think, is getting a little frustrated right now, and it's not helping the morale on this team.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that, Wally, and I appreciate the call as always, my friend. His line's open if you want to grab it at 617-779-7937. The power numbers with J.D. and with Bogarts, definitely a big concern right now. There's no way around that. Bogarts has not hit for power forever. And look, J.D., it felt like he was getting hot in that series against the Yankees, so I'm a little more optimistic as it pertains to J.D. because he had a nice little stretch there against the Yankees. But the Bogarts thing, there's no way around it. I get he has two hits Tonight, But he's not making loud contact whatsoever. I mean, if you look at it, Bogarts, since the start of June, his hard hit rate has gone way down. And that means balls off the bat 95 plus miles an hour. Bogarts, since the start of June, is at 35.9%, which is not good. You look at his numbers in April and May, Bogarts had a 42.3% hard hit rate. So he was making good contact. And now that's not happening whatsoever. Now, his point about Duran is a good one. Like, Duran may have some value across the league. Now, he is older than Rafael Devers. My whole issue with Duran is he's just absolutely atrocious in the field. Minus five defensive runs saved, and he's only played 180 innings at center field. I mean, that's inexcusable. That is absolutely atrocious. So if you can get somebody to bite on Duran, I would trade him because I don't look at that guy as ever being a high-end major league player. And I look at him, yeah, he's changed a little bit offensively. Now he's on a real cold stretch right now. He has not hit for a while. So one for his last 17, entering last night. So when you look at it in totality, I don't project him to ever be like this great major league player that you're giving up on. He's already 26. If somebody says, yeah, we'll take him, and you get something back in return, a bullpen help, or something along those lines, I wouldn't mind moving the guy, honestly. Now, a guy like Bobby Dalback, maybe another organization, say hypothetically like the Nationals who have Josh Bell, maybe they say, okay, 26 has flashed some power, we can get him here, and we can get more out of the player, fine, change the scenery, great, I don't want to see Bobby Dalback anymore, he's not good defensively, and he's absolutely horrendous offensively, in fact, he's actually gotten worse, if you can imagine that, he had the one good month last year, but Bobby Dalback is actually worse this year offensively, than he was last year. And if you just look at it by the numbers in terms of how often he's missing, it's absolutely atrocious. Six swings tonight, five whiffs. That's (laughs) 83.3%. He's whiffing at 33.7% of the pitches he swings at this year. That ranks 222nd of the 241 hitters with at least 200 plate appearances. The guy's a dead out. He can't catch up to a fastball up in the zone, and he's not good defensively. Let's get to Mikey in Connecticut. Hey, Mike.
8: Hey, Brian, what's up? Before we talk about Henry's stupid comments today, I mean, you already said enough about Dahlbeck, so I'm not going to pound him anymore. Because You're 100% right. But this Zekeman is unbelievable. He gets the first out. He's ahead of a guy that's hitting 185-0-2, and and he ends up walking. I never want to see him pitch another inning, Brian. That guy's an embarrassment.
1: He is an absolute embarrassment. embarrassment, And you know what's embarrassing about him?
8: He's the one guy...
1: That high Bloom gave real money to in the bullpen this year. The two guys yes. he signed yes. are Barnes and Diekman. Those are the two highest paid relievers of the Boston Red Sox as it pertains to the 2022 payroll. Diekman is a flat out embarrassment. That guy absolutely blows. He should never pitch for this team again. I've had enough of that guy. He will not throw a strike, Mike. He will not do it.
8: Uh, he, Brian, and you know what? It flies under the radar. You know they could have had Kluber. They could add Kluber all year for $10 million, but they'd rather give $10 million to a guy that may pitch again in August. I don't know what this team is doing. And then they hear Henry's comments today. I mean, I have, I. you have to admit, Bogarts is kind of regressing every year, you're right. But yeah. you cannot say you're rebuilding and not sound Rafael Devers. He's 25 years old. And if that's the case, then bring Cassius, Cassius up. I mean, he's back playing again.
1: Well, well, yeah, I'm he's just he's just making his way back. He just started the rehab stint, Mike, so that may be a while until they get to that point. But I understand your point. So here's the issue is, okay, yes. if you decided that you wanted to take your time with Cassis at the beginning of the season, now it, maybe it's a moot point because he ended up getting injured. I'm fine with that. If you want him to get seasoning, because we saw Bayo come up, and he was completely not ready for the moment, right? I mean, he still yep. needs to work yep. on some things, yep. which is fair. So here's my point, Mike. Is if you wanted to take your time with Cassis, you can't come into the season with the plan being Bobby Dahlback playing eighty to eighty five percent of the games and then the other guy being Travis Shaw. That's just not good enough. And you should have known that if you were high in Bloom. So I'm fine with taking well, your time with Cassis, but that should not have been the plan coming into the season in terms of Bobby Dahlback playing most of the
8: time. That's what I'm trying to say, Brian. I don't I don't know what they're doing. I mean, and even Martinez, I, I don't have a problem. Moving in if you're gonna if you're gonna shake the team up, but you have to you have to keep numbers. And but I'm starting to think they're not going to do anything except maybe so. I don't think they're, they have any interest in going forward this year. I don't know what you think about that.
1: Well, it's really troublesome, Mike. That the, that's sort of the perception they, they put out there, right? Because. Right now, you look at it, and it just appears the manager's on the afternoon show today basically (laughs) asking and putting it out there that they need help. He's doing that on the afternoon show today.
8: Brian, and then you got the owner talking about they're the third richest team in baseball behind the Yankees and the Dodgers, and he's talking about sports science and nutrition bars. I mean, are you kidding me? This is a disgrace. Yeah, I wasn't
1: as upset, Mike, with the comments that Henry made as some of the some of the other people. Like Mutt was really mad about it this afternoon. I wasn't aggravated at those points. Like some of the stuff Henry says, I'm like, what the hell he's talking about? My bigger issue is with the guy running the team in High and Heim Bloom in terms of the baseball stuff. Oh. So I think he's oh. just doing his best to try to support Heim Bloom, but Bloom right now, I mean, he needs a kick in the ass. Somebody's, and I think yeah. Core I honestly think Mike Core is trying to do it where he's putting these comments out there today when he's on the afternoon show. And, Mike, I appreciate the call as always, my friend. Cora's on the afternoon show referencing a story from J.D. He's referencing the last dance. Why the hell would you reference the last dance? (laughs) He's comparing this team to the Bulls team. Now, he did it in a joking manner, but I believe what he's trying to do is send the message to Heimblum. We need some help. Let's get to Jason in Providence. Hey, Jason. Hey, Brian. How you doing, man? Good. Hey, man, first a statement. Uh,
9: I love your show. You're incredible. And, uh, you know, I think if I recall, Ted Sarandis used to have this spot. And I think, in my mind, you are absolutely carrying the torch for uh, Sarandis now. You're just, you and your show are incredible. Appreciate it. My question for you, thank you, man. Uh, I'll ask you this question, and then I'll hang up and listen. With the horrible play, of the socks over the last couple of weeks, does this provide Bloom with the justification to not make any major moves at the trade deadline? All right. Thank you so much, man. I'll talk to you later.
1: All right, Jason. I hope not. I really do. I hope not. I appreciate it though. His line's open at six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety three seven. I hope that's not the case. Because here's the reality if he does sell, it's because of him, right? Because he didn't come into the season with an adequate first baseman. He didn't provide the manager with an adequate bullpen. So if he decides to sell, it's because he screwed up the team of the offseason. Bottom line, they cannot sell. There will be an absolute mutiny in that clubhouse if he sells. Let's get to Charles in Vermont. Hey, Charles.
9: Hey, Brian. Enjoy the show. Uh, you know, your stats that you just brought up about uh, Bogarts and his uh, power number slugging percentage decreasing year over year. I think the Red Sox see that. They're stats driven. And I don't think he's going to be uh, re-signed. Or they're going to chase him. My personal opinion is next year their infield is going to be Devers, and they have to give Devers the money. He is a star of this team. He's an amazing hitter. He can hit anything anywhere. But I think your shortstop is going to be Story, and I think your second baseman is going to be Kiki Hernandez. And they're going to have plenty of money dropping off the payroll. You probably know Charles. I don't. I don't. With-
1: Charles, I don't think Kike is going to be back. I really don't see how he's no, back.
9: I'm talking about next season. This season, yeah, done. but I, I
1: no, but Charles, I, I'm saying about next year. I don't, I don't know why they would re-sign Kike if he's dealing with this injury.
9: Well, I didn't know he was up. Okay, so he's not up. They're gonna, they're gonna have a ton of money off their books next year. Do you know how much money they're dropping between Price and all the other, you know, bad deals they have, other than Sale, which is the worst deal ever? Can
1: you come up? With <laughs> well, of all these, of all these, up too. Of down after the season as well. So is J.D. Martinez. It's yeah. a lot of money coming off the books. Yeah.
9: Well, exactly. Yeah. I'd like to know what that number is, and then I'd like to pretend who they might actually spend it on. But they're running a business. People are still going to buy tickets next year. My only hope is if the if they drop $100 million on the payroll that I might actually pay $4 for a bottle of Polish instead of 6 Have a great night.
1: <laughs> All right, man. His line's open at six one seven 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 7", if you want to grab it.
9: <laughs> kind of generous with those $4, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't
1: know what the heck's going on. Uh, in terms of next year, the Kike Hernandez thing, I don't see him being back. I don't think Kike's going to play this year. It doesn't feel that way. He went on a rehab stint. And now he's going to or he wants to see a hip specialist because he doesn't know or they don't know if they missed something in the evaluation because Kike is still having issues with that. Which is a real concern because Kike Hernandez, despite the fact that I understand he wasn't hitting this year, but the guy's an elite defensive player and not having Kike Hernandez is major for this team going forward. With the story situation, I don't believe he's going to play. I talked to Will Fleming in the pregame show and Will said the hand does not look good. So I don't envision him playing Until after the All-Star break, if Will's out there and he sees how swollen his hand is, he's probably not going to play. They're going to take it easy with that guy. But the reality is this. The Red Sox front office put themselves in a bad position as it pertains to first base and as it pertains to the bullpen. And at some point, you have got to pull the trigger and you have got to go out there and you have got to make a move that's in the best interest of the 2022 Red Sox. I get all this crap about building up sustainability and building up the farm system. But right now, it's teetering, and you have to get these guys some help. All right, the number. We'll get into the comments that Alex Cora made today on our afternoon show that make me feel like he is telling Heim Bloom that he needs to make a move. We'll address that next here in EEI. back in and we're taking you up until midnight 617 779 7937 We'll get to Alex Cora's comments earlier today on with the afternoon guys about JD Martinez and the last dance. It was pretty crazy. It felt like to me a plea from Alex Cora asking Heim Bloom to do something for his team. 617-779-7937 the number. Let's get to Matt Newton. What's up Matt? Hey, how you
6: doing tonight, Brian? Good. Listen, I I'm upset at the team uh you know the, team, the players are doing the best they can but the organization the boston red sox should not be having the issues that they're having especially at first base right you got bobby Dalbec, who you're right he can't play right, i love watching him in august last season but that was last season and i if you don't have bobby Dalbec, you got french gordero who if you look him up he lists as a center fielder he's playing out of position <laughs> this team should not be having the issues that they're having It's the red sox Right? Yeah, it's Matt.
1: Matt, and I'm hold on. I'm with you, man. It's incredibly embarrassing and it's aggravating. That think about this, Matt. They came into the season to the Red Sox where they felt that Bobby Dawback was going to play, say, eight of every ten games, and then their other option was going to be Travis Shaw. Well, they found out that Travis Shaw was absolutely atrocious, and that's why nobody else picked Travis Shaw up. So then they took Franchi Cordero, who, to your point, is an outfielder. And they're trying to play him at first base because they know that Bobby Dalback can't hit right-handed pitchers, so they want somebody that can hit righties, so they're trying Franchi Cordero out at a position he cannot play. And in the past week, he has not been able to catch a pop-up, and he threw a ball away last night. So that's where we're at right now with the Red Sox first base situation, and I don't know, Matt, what it is with Bloom. I don't know if he just thinks anybody in the world can play first base. Because remember what he did last yeah. year? They tried to play Schwarber there. I, they really—it it, feels yeah. like they don't
6: care about that position defensively. Well, and you know what, Brian? It's—it's it, it, making the rest of the infielders look bad. You know, Trevor Story, it, it, his hitting might be inconsistent, but he's a good defensive second baseman. Great. Raffy Devers, Bogarts have, and they've improved their defense. And the first base position is making the rest of the infield look bad because of these stupid errors. That, that That is completely made.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's ugly right now, Matt, and especially the first base situation, the bullpen situation. When Duran plays in the outfield, it's just a complete disaster.
6: It's a forced situation, but thank you,
1: Brian. Have a good night. All right. I appreciate the call, Matt. You can grab his line if you like. It's 617-779-7937. All right. So here was Alex core earlier today on the afternoon show. I know, Alex, you talked to these guys beginning of the year about uh, the, the looming contract stuff for for Xander and Raphael Devers. We're approaching the trade deadline here, and I, I'm curious. I, you try to ignore the noise here, uh, and obviously getting towards a, a big point here on August 2nd. Has any of that stuff popped up at all in, in your clubhouse? Are guys talking about this might be the last run, not just for those two guys, but
2: of all the key kids? There's a lot of free agents on this team with the trade deadline looming.
5: The last dance, the last dance. No, you know what? Um, last dance. And uh, <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you. Okay, so yesterday uh, we, we we found out JD uh, made the All-Star game, right? And uh, whenever we, we, we have these moments, you know, uh, All-Star games, uh, you know, first big league win, Lou, you've been there, you know, with the celebrations and first big league hit and all that stuff. We 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 take a moment as a team, and um, you know, yesterday with JD was about how great he's been uh, since. You know, the the topic was like this guy, he got released, he went to the to Venezuela to work in his craft, he came back, you know, and he's a monster offensively, and and we went through the numbers, and then JD spoke, you know, to the team, and I I found it, you know, very. Uh, it, it, was a, it, it was a good moment for the team because the, the message was, and I've been saying all along during the, during the show every, every Wednesday, like we put ourselves in this situation, right? We, we struggle early. We are where we are right now in the standings, and we get a chance to, to make it to the playoffs. And what he said is like we grind it until now. We're going to keep grinding. We're going to keep working. We've been together, most of us, since 2018. We know what it takes. Let's keep working and, and, and get it done. And uh, when it comes from a guy like that, you know, it means a lot. I know I talk to them on a daily basis, all this and all that, but sometimes if you talk too much, you know, the message gets gets lost, right? Um, You've been there, uh, Christian, you know, yeah. like, it's like, okay, enough, man. I get it, you know, we have to grind. But when it comes from a player that has – he's been there, done that, you know, five-time All-Star, World Series champion – A guy that rakes, the message is loud and clear, and uh, I think it was a good moment. Also, I didn't know about Christian talking to uh, Chris before he warmed up yesterday and telling Mm -hmm. him how much he means to us and uh, what we can do with him, you know, when he's healthy. And uh, stuff like that has been going on. It it happens a lot when – when you're a little bit injured or banged up, right? And uh, we had all these moments, you know, with Rafi and Xander and JD. And I think this group is in, a, is in a great position mentally. Obviously, we have to grind. We know that because, uh, you know, because of injuries. But that's part of 162. But to to look around and see where we're at in the standings is not where we want it to be, but we're in a good position to make a run in the second part of the season and have fun in October at Fenway.
1: Okay, so that was Alex Cora today on the afternoon show. So there's so many different parts to break down from what he said there. So let's start with what he said at the beginning. He jokes around about this being the last dance. But to me, there's a lot of truth to that. Think about this. J.D. Martinez is up after the season. Xander Bogarts has an opt-out in his contract after the season. Nathan Evaldi is a free agent after the season. Christian Vasquez is a free agent after the season. Kike Hernandez is a free agent after the season, and we don't even know if he's going to be back at this point in time. I don't know how you can depend on him. He's dealing with a serious hip injury. So he's joking around there, but he's trying to send the message to High and Bloom like, hey, this may be it for this group. This group of guys, and it's going to be up to you whether or not how many of them you bring back, but it may be it, it for this group. So it's time to invest in this team, and then – the way that he sort of ends this thing where he talks about J.D. gets up in front of the team and says, hey, we got to keep grinding and we got to keep getting it right. And then he talks about at the end that this team is going to be in a really good position after the All-Star break to make a run. So when he says something like that, what he's saying is this team is worth investing in. He comes on the afternoon show and he's is essentially saying we need help. We need reinforcements. We need to help this team out. This team is good enough. These players deserve an opportunity to make a run. They need your help, Bloom, to give them what they need. We need another reliever. We need a legitimate, bona fide first baseman. And he mentions the defense as well earlier today, which is basically telling you, hey, you need to do something in the outfield because Durant ain't working out there, and you need to do something at first base because our first base defense has been absolutely atrocious going back two years now. But right now, we're good enough if you give us what we need in the second half. We have the main pieces here. But you have got to find a way to help this team. That's the manager of the team. And maybe you translate it differently than I do. But what I heard today on the afternoon show is the manager of the Boston Red Sox sending a message to the guy running the team to say, go get us some damn help. Go get us a legitimate first baseman, a major league first baseman, not Bobby Dahlbeck and not Franchi Cordero, who's not a first baseman. Go get us another reliever. Enough of this Diekman crap. We cannot do it anymore because Diekman walks the damn ballpark. Go get us real players. That's what Cora's saying. J.D. is good enough. Devers is good enough. We got Chris Sale back. Of all these coming back on Friday, we have a good enough team to make a run if you just go get us some guys on the margin. We're not talking about gutting the farm system. We're talking about a Josh Bell. We're talking about a C.J. Crone. We're talking about a David Robinson. We're talking about a Daniel Bard. We're not talking about making the Max Scherzer trade last year that the Dodgers did where they gave up their first and second prospect in the organization. It ain't going to cost you a lot. Just do something for this team. Everything's all about the future with Bloom. We're talking about this team right now. Go help them. Go out there and help them. I mean, it's ridiculous. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to AJ. He's in New Hampshire. Hey, AJ.
4: Hey, how you doing, guys? Just to touch on what you guys are talking about. I mean, even on John Henry's comments earlier today, I mean, what are they Thinking, I mean, they're they're just not going after bullpen help. Like, I mean, the the starter rotation, like you said, is coming back together. We got Sale back, we got Evaldi coming back, but I mean, they need bullpen help, and I, I don't know what's going on with that. Aj, you know what? Like, AJ, and, you you know what the, help, and Aj, to your point, you know
1: what's the most aggravating thing about this? Like, just think about it from this perspective. And look, there there were some faults with Dave Dombrowski, but if Dave Dombrowski was running this team right now, would you have any doubt that he would go out and get a first baseman and get a bullpen arm? No matter what you say about how he builds your organization, don't you think Dave Dabrowski would do those two things?
4: Oh, absolutely! I mean, look what he's doing in Philly right now. I mean, he's right. He's doing what they need. He's doing what they need to do. And I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, like. Like, yeah, you've I got a good enough team, AJ. Right that's my
1: point. That's AJ, that's my point is the team is good enough, right? Sale looks great last night. Evaldi's coming back on Friday. Pavetta, I know he's had two difficult starts, but he's been good all season long. Rafael Devers is playing like the MVP of the American League. The team is good enough. So I don't understand why. Like, we as fans right now of the Red Sox, we should not be sitting here wondering if the guy running the team is actually going to get him what they need. Think about how dumb that conversation sounds, Right. Like, how are we actually legitimately wondering? Like, we're wondering right now, will Heinblum actually get a reliever and will he actually get a first baseman? Like, why do we have to ask those questions? He should just be doing these things. I mean, it seems so simplistic and it seems so elementary and you wonder if he'll actually do it. I,
4: I don't know if he will. Well, I agree with the payroll. With, that, with the payroll list right now, I mean... Like, what are they thinking? I mean, they have one of the top payrolls in the league right now, and they don't even have a bullpen? I know.
1: (laughs) It's unbelievable, AJ. I mean, that's one of the things he sucks at. I mean, the one guy he signed is Diekman in terms of real money. (laughs) He signed Diekman in two years, $8 million. I mean, the guy can't throw a strike. (laughs) And then the other guy he signed last year was Barnes. I mean, it's embarrassing. The guy cannot sign relievers in terms of actual guys with pedigrees. I mean, I don't know what he thought or why he thought Diekman would work. The guy sucked last year. I don't know what he was thinking. I was <laughs> thinking maybe that Moneyball thought <laughs> come from the A's. <laughs> hey, you know what, AJ? You may be onto something because remember what happened in that movie where Billy Bean, he told Scott Hatterberg that, hey, first base is incredibly easy to play. And then they go to Ron Washington. and goes, tell him, Washington, he said – it's incredibly difficult to play. Maybe that is high blow. Maybe that's. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> like he's literally doing it, Franchi. You play first, Schwarber. You play first. I mean, they're doing it with everybody. Arroyo, remember at last least, year, Arroyo. You try it out. Hit. At least Schwarber could hit, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, hey, AJ. Here's the thing. If you were gonna say, "Hey, we want, we want to." We don't want Schwarber back because he's not a good defensive first baseman. You're playing Dahlbeck and Franchi. So if you're going to sacrifice defense, might as well do it with a guy like Schwarber who actually mashes.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but even last year, I mean, Dahlbeck was serviceable at first base last year. I don't know what happened to him this year. But, I mean, like you said, like I'd I'd rather have a Schwarber at first who can actually mash the ball. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, AJ, appreciate the call, my friend. His line's open if you want to grab it at 617-779-7937, the number. All right, so a lot more to get into. We will get into these comments from Alex Cora today. I believe, and maybe you disagree with me, do those comments to you sound like a manager begging the guy running the team to go get him what he needs? That's what I think. And by the way, that's completely embarrassing. The manager of the Boston Red Sox is having to put a plea out there to the guy running the team to get him some damn help. This is the Red Sox. This ain't the Royals. This ain't the Rays. This is the Red Sox. Enough's enough. Go get a first baseman. Go get a reliever. Brian Barrett with you on E. I. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month.
0: New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on
2: us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Mm-hmm.